Philadelphia, baby, you're gonna love it. Best sports fans in the world. Actually the worst, but that's what makes them the best. Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB coming at you with a solo dolo episode. It's episode number 437 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. We got a lot to dive into tonight here on the solo dolo. Uh, we're going to talk Phils. We're going to talk about a very interesting weapon that the Eagles sneakily signed this offseason. And uh, also going to touch on the new Netflix movie, Hustle, with Adam Sandler, featuring some of your favorite Philadelphia 76ers, past and present. Uh, but before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials, at UndergroundPHI, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you know, It's the number one place for you to get updates about everything we're up to. And uh, if you or somebody you know is looking for an internship this summer, maybe you know on the back end of things, we're looking for interns always uh, here at Underground Sports. So if you or somebody you know is looking for an internship, please shoot us an email at undergroundsportsphi at gmail.com or slide in our DMs on the socials because uh, we are looking for interns, especially on the social media side of things. Uh, but like I said, follow us at UndergroundPHI. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, it helps more people find the show. It's more interactive with us because we do read the reviews um, as long as they're five stars. We don't read the negative bullshit. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too, and we know they're five stars. It really helps the show grow, leaving those five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. We are currently number 93 on the Armenia sports chart and number 1013 on the U.S. sports chart. So help us keep growing there and, uh, you know, just looking to continue to boost this thing up as much as possible uh, on the Apple Podcast, Spotify side of things. And of course, if you're watching on the YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Hit the like button. Click the bell icon so you don't miss a single episode of any of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia shows. That includes this show, Top Bins, Get in the Hole, Streamer Season, Outside the Box, and any Underground Sports Philadelphia originals that you may see popping up on our YouTube channel, including... Just a Kid from Vineland, the Jameel Demby docuseries that we're going to be working on. We're going to be working on uh, our Underground Bino League, which should be filming matches this week, which is very exciting. And, uh, of course, Underground Cheesesteaks coming to the YouTube channel very, very soon. We're working on that schedule as well. So, subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, so you don't miss any of that fun content. Big thank you to our sponsors, 
Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro, Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Use promo code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. Play Pickup, it's the best and easiest and number one free place to play the hottest headlines in sports. You guys can go to PlayPickup.com now. Start building up points on your fan profiles. Cash them in for prizes on the Pickup Marketplace. That's PlayPickup.com. Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And Bino Board, the UBL, coming to a YouTube near you very, very soon. BinoBoard.com, B-I-N-H-O-B-O-A-R-D.com, and use code BINOUSP for 10% off your order at BinoBoard.com. Well, since the last time we talked, the Phillies have won some games and unfortunately, on Sunday afternoon, they lost their first game in the Rob Thompson era to the Diamondbacks in just miserable fashion, 13-1. to uh, All good things come to an end, you know? And, and as much as the Phillies have disappointed us in the past, this game did not really bother me whatsoever. They won the series. That was an important thing to me. They took two out of three from the Diamondbacks. They, had, they just won nine in a row, and I saw people on the timeline bitching, moaning, and complaining like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, they were going to lose games. It's not like they were going to go undefeated for the rest of the season. Uh, it was it was bound to happen. Yes, the, the dopamine ride that you go on when your baseball team is winning five, six, seven, eight, nine games in a row is electric, and unfortunately, you know, it was going on at the same time as the Atlanta Braves who are now on an 11-game winning streak. Um, you know, they won on Sunday as well. And it it was bound to happen. And it's okay to put up the stinker. The big thing is, though, you have the Marlins coming to town, who the Phillies notoriously, we've talked about it a ton on this show. Uh, I'm going to pull it up here. The Phillies versus the Marlins record all time. Which we, I mean, I'm fascinated. I should just bookmark this page in all honesty. Um, because it is something I I visit often and frequently. Um, this year, the Phillies are 1-3 against the Marlins. as we're all down in Miami. And when the Phillies are at home, they have a 147-93 record against the Marlins. When they're down in Miami, they have a 115 and 132 record against the Marlins. Um, their last win was was fun, but it was like one of those like they got hot at the right time, and it was just a random flash in the pan win earlier this season. They went nine and ten against the Marlins in 2021. They have not had a winning record against the Marlins since 2018, and they have not won more than 11 games against the Marlins since 2013. Now, I have my running record on Twitter, keeping track of the Phillies' record against the Marlins this season, and I haven't been able to update it in quite some time because we haven't played them. Um, but this is the thing that is more important to me, and I saw this a lot on Twitter as well today uh, as I was scrolling the timeline after the game, 
it's more important to see how this Phillies team responds after a loss than it is the loss itself. They haven't lost under Rob Thompson until today. Now, let's see how they respond. Let's see how they come to the ballpark tomorrow and perform against the team that they are notoriously average against as a whole. You know, you should have a better than 54% winning percentage against the Marlins uh, in your team history because the Marlins have only been around since 1993. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. But, you know, it is what it is. But that is the more important thing to me with this Phillies team is how do you respond going into a series against a team that everyone knows you struggle against and you're one in three against this year and you haven't had a winning record against them since 2018. And that is going to be a, a massive catalyst for this team making the playoffs is them beating the Marlins in head-to-head matchups, them winning divisional games in head-to-head matchups. Because believe it or not, the Phillies right now, they're nine games out of first place in the in the NL East. They're 30 and 30 at this point. They're four and a half, three and a half back. Math is hard. They're three and a half back of the Braves for second place. They are three and a half out of a wild card spot as well. The Phillies' upcoming schedule, though, looks like this. Three against the Marlins, five against the Nationals. You have eight straight divisional opponents on your schedule, as well as two against the Texas Rangers in Texas, four against the Padres in San Diego, and then you fly home to end the month of June against the Atlanta Braves, which is one of the most important series of the season so far. You have eight divisional matchups, though, that you can take advantage of while the New York Mets, I'm going to pull up their schedule right now as well. The New York Mets, their schedule looks like this over the next eight games. They play the Brewers for two in New York. They play the Marlins for four in New York. Then they go down to Houston for two when the Phillies are playing the Rangers. Um, and then they have the Marlins for three. And then they play the Astros again to end the month of June. So the Mets have four games against the Astros. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven against the Marlins. And then they have three against the Brewers. You know, the Phillies just took care of business against the Brewers. They swept them. So hopefully the Brewers can take their anger out on the on the Mets and take care of business there. But they get the Brewers, they get the Marlins, the Astros, the Marlins, and then the Astros again. While the Phillies have 
the Nationals for five games. Like, the Nationals are one of the worst teams in baseball right now, guys. They're 23-39. and 39. Like, the Phillies should be able to wipe the floor with them. And the Nationals are 12-20 and 20 in their road games. 11-19 and 19 in their home games. The Phillies should be able to take care of business against the Nationals and against the Marlins. And really bolster their record in the division. Because if we take a look at who the Braves play over their next eight games... The Braves play the Nationals for three, starting on Monday. Then they play the Cubs in Chicago. Then they are home against the Giants for four. Then they are home against the Dodgers for three. And then they play the Phillies. Those are some games that the Braves' 11-game winning streak should come to a close against. If the Phillies can handle their business against the Marlins, handle their business against the Nationals, and beat what I believe is not a very good Texas Rangers team right now, because they haven't been good all year. They've bounced back a little bit, but they're still three games under 500, and the Astros are running away with that division. Like, to put it in perspective, the Angels are on a 12-game, they were on a 12-game losing streak, and they're only a half game behind the Rangers in the AL West. The Rangers are... A very below average team for everything that they poured into that team this season. They're four and six in their last ten. They've been struggling big time. You should be able to beat the Rangers and then the Padres. That's another story. Who I believe they are in second place in the NL West. So that's a good team that you're going to get for four games that you're going to have to win three out of four, in my opinion, if you want to stay in the race going into that Braves series. But of course, you got to handle the games in front of you first. That's the Marlins. That's the Nationals. Get the Nationals for the first time all season, which is great for our hitters. Those pitchers haven't seen the hitting for the Phillies at all this year, which I really, really like. Uh, gives us a, a big advantage, in my opinion, going into that that series. Um, but you got to take care of business against those teams. That's that's the. The number one thing that it kind of breaks down to is you just got to beat those teams where it counts. Um, but taking a look at the NL East run differential brought to you by the homies over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, like I said at the top of the show. Rack up points on your fan profiles. Cash them in for prizes. Go to playpickup.com now. It's playpickup.com. It's free to create a profile. Easy to do. I'm signing into mine right now. Super simple. It's all with your phone number, which is even better. Nothing cluttering up your emails. Nothing like that. Logging in to my account right now. They just send you a code to log in. And it's that simple. Again, the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's take a look at the marketplace. You can get Fanatics gift cards. Uh, dugout mugs, cross net, bet MGM stuff, whole bunch of stuff with, with pickup. So they got the, the best in the game. Go to pickup.com. Uh, I got to start using 
using it more and build up my wins and losses. I'm below 500 right now, so got to fix that up. But looking at the NL East run differential, pull that up here. Uh, the Mets leading the way at plus 66. The Phillies and Braves tied at plus 28. The Marlins at plus 23. And then the Nationals in the basement at minus 86. So, Phils are hitting. That's what matters. That's what this team was built on. That's what they're predicated on. Um, they got a big series here with the Marlins. Aaron Nola versus Sandy Alcantara on Monday. Zach Eflin versus Taylor Rogers on Tuesday. And Kyle Gibson versus uh, Lopez on Wednesday. So, big pitching matchups in these games, too. Um, Pitching-wise, though, the way I'm looking at this, as the trade deadline moves closer and closer, you know, we're about a month and a half away, the the biggest things on my wish list for this Phillies team, they need to get a left-handed reliever who is reliable, who is solid, probably another right-handed reliever so they can get rid of some of these bums, and they need to get a pitcher because Ranger Suarez, as much as I love him and as much as I've attached all my my geese in the basket to him, all the ducks in the boat to Ranger Suarez over the years, he just doesn't have it right now. He does not have it right now, and that's fine. But when you need to win games like you did today, in my opinion, just because the Braves and the Mets won, You can't have your starting pitcher going four and a third. You can't have thirteen or eleven walks by your pitching staff in a game that tied a major league record for this season for most walks in a game. It's just inexcusable. Can't happen. And right now the Phillies have four starting pitchers. They have four guys who you can rely on, and that's Nola Wheeler, Eflin, Gibson. You need a fifth starter. Matt and I talked about that preseason during our, our preseason predictions for this team. We didn't know who was going to step up pitching-wise. Zach Eflin has done a pretty decent job. But this team needs to go get a fifth starter. And I don't know who's going to be on the market. Looks like Noah Syndergaard might be more available than we expected to uh, before this Angels you know, losing streak. So maybe they go get Noah Syndergaard. Uh, you look at some of these other struggling teams in baseball. Um, let's see some of these teams that are just really, really bad. You know, you look at the Nationals maybe. Um, look at their roster. We'll look at the Reds, who are really bad, who really want to just shed salary, you know, payroll and everything. We'll look at the Rockies. Um, and then in the American League, it's not really like there's anybody there per se. Um, maybe the Mariners. They like to make trades, and the Phillies have made trades with them in the past. But looking at the Nationals, um, pitching-wise, Josiah Gray could be a guy. Um that the Nationals potentially part ways with. Sean Doolittle out of the bullpen. Um, trying to see any other pitchers here that maybe 
I mean, Victor Arano, potentially, former Philly. Carl Edwards Jr. Um, so there's some potential fits there. I don't know if the Phillies make a deal with an in-division rival like that, but that remains to be seen. Now, Reds-wise, they don't have too much, but Luis Castillo is a guy who I've wanted on this Phillies team for years. He's somebody that makes a ton of sense if you can get him for the right price. Uh, Tyler Maley is another guy um, that I wouldn't mind seeing on this team. Uh, Luis Sessa, potentially. I do want to see Luis Castillo's numbers because I know he hasn't been that great this year. The Rockies. You got Kyle Freeland, who I think they just signed to an extension, though, so I doubt they're going to move him. Antonio Senzatella, Herman Marquez, Alex Colomay. Um... Not too much else there, though. I wonder how much Senzatello would cost. I don't know what his contract is. Okay, so Senzatello is the one that they just signed to an extension last year. So I doubt they'd be trading Senzatello, the Rockies, that is, since they just signed him to a five-year extension last year. Um, but Herman Marquez, I know he hasn't been that great this year, um, but he signed for, through 2023, so Marquez might be available in a trade for the right price. This season, his ERA is bananas, it's a 609 ERA, shout out to South Jersey, um, in 68 innings pitched. I think that's just a product of him pitching in Colorado. This is easily his worst season he's ever had. Um, 12 games pitched. He's 3-5. and five. I think a change of scenery would really help him out. If you can get Herman Marquez for the right price, I would do, especially with his value being a little bit lower than what it has been in years past. The Mariners, I mean, if they can get Logan Gilbert, sign me up. <laughs> that dude's a beast. Um... Chris Flexen is potentially a guy that you could be able to get. Marco Gonzalez is another guy. Sergio Romo is another guy. Uh, George Kirby. Ken Giles. You know, there's there's pieces on this Mariners team, too, that they don't look like they're going anywhere this year. The Mariners this year are 27-33, and 33, 10 games back in the division. Uh, and in the AL wild card, they currently sit... Four and a half games out of a wild card spot, and that's the last wild card spot um, that is possessed by the Boston Red Sox right now. And I don't see any of those teams in the ALE slowing down anytime soon, so that they can keep pace with the Yankees, who have lost 16 games all year. That's fucking insane. <laughs> what I would give, uh, Luis Castillo though. He's uh, he's under contract for. 2022 and 2023 he is this year pitching kind of decently two and four he's on the reds so take that for what you will he's 29 a 323 era um i would take him or i would take herman marquez in a heartbeat potentially josiah gray depending on if the nationals would 
part ways with him, which I doubt they would. He's very, very young and very, very controllable for them. Um, so I doubt we see him on the move, but that's that's what I like right now um, in terms of you know pitching products for the rotation because I think if you can put Ranger Suarez in the bullpen like he was last year, it'll do a lot of benefit. It'll make your bullpen deeper, and you get a much better starting pitcher in the rotation right now. Uh, than what Ranger Suarez has given you because right now it's it's been the struggle bus for my boy and I I hate seeing him not thriving but sometimes you got to admit you know that somebody's not doing the job and you gotta you gotta keep it pushing so early 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 trade deadline targets there um so we'll see what happens with the Phils heading into this Marlin series and going into that big national series uh, for five games starting on. Thursday, I believe that one starts. So, big, big weekend for the Phils, and hopefully they walk away. You know, at minimum seven and one, uh, at the very, very worst six and two. But you need to win like seven, if not all eight of those games against the Marlins and the Nationals to just really keep your pace in the division and keep your pace in the wild card, and not really lose any ground to the Braves and the Mets. The speaking of not losing ground though, Devin Allen, um, my God, the dude has speed. Devin Allen is a track and field superstar um, from the University of Oregon. He's a 2016 and 2020 Olympian, former Oregon wide receiver and track athlete. He's an NCAA and U.S. champ in the 110 meter hurdles, and He's also a member of your Philadelphia Eagles. That's right. Devin Allen is part of the Philadelphia Eagles. And... Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you it's more already know. I think that's how it always goes. Like, like 45 like... minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. He ran the third fastest time ever in the 110 meter hurdles on Sunday. A 12.8400 meter 110 meter hurdles. That's the third fastest time in world history. The world record is 
12.80. He ran a 12.84. Dusted the competition. The third fastest time ever in the history of the world. And he's on the Philadelphia Eagles. And for that simple fact, seeing the speed that he has, being able to hurdle, juke around, you know, granted, there's standing still hurdles. I need Devin Allen returning kicks and punts for the Eagles. He needs to make this roster simply because of his speed. The Eagles have not had a legit return game on special teams since Darren Sproles retired and was like in the, the twilight prime of his career. That is such a, a an important facet of the NFL to have a weapon like that back there that if the Eagles can sneak him onto the roster, make him like the fifth receiver, it's not like he doesn't have receiving track record, track record either, no pun intended, he played wide receiver at Oregon. And I think if you can get him on this roster as the fifth wide receiver, which will be A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, Quez Watkins, Greg Ward, and then Devin Allen, by Jalen Rager, like there, there's no need for anybody else. And he can kick, he can return kicks, he can return punts, which Jalen Rager struggled with in his NFL career. And I, I want to see this guy return kicks and punts in the NFL as a former special teamer myself. Granted, it was for one year, but I, I am part of that. That for the brand crew, I think it would do the Eagles a huge service to have this guy kick returning, punt returning, or both. Because that speed does not come around all the time. And to have that on an NFL roster is stupid. You know, that's that's DK Metcalf speed in the hurdles. DK's doing that in, you know, just straight running. You know, 100 meter dash, that type of stuff. Devin Allen's doing that in the hurdles, 12-8-4. That's crazy. That's crazy. I need him returning kicks and punch for the Eagles in 2022. So Nick Sirianni, if you're somehow listening to this, Devin Allen needs to be part of this special teams unit, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like That type of game-breaking speed, if he gets in the open field, he's gone. Nobody's touching him. I don't care who it is. Maybe maybe it's DK Metcalf. But is DK Metcalf going to be out there making tackles on kick and punt returns? I don't think so. The Seahawks ain't going to be risking that. And the Eagles don't even play the Seahawks this year. <laughs> so, they, they need to find a way to, to get him on this roster. Make sure that he is ready to go. Because, my goodness, he is a weapon that needs to be utilized on this team. He could be electric on offense, too. Imagine Jalen Hurts finding him on a nine route down the middle. Boom. Hitting him right in the bread basket over the top. Beating the safeties. Good grief. Nobody's touching him. I don't even know if Tyreek Hill has touched him. That's unbelievable speed that needs to be utilized full-blown by this Eagles team because that is a weapon they have not had. Since like 2016 Darren Sproles. Which is a long, long time. That's been going on six years, seven years. Of not having like game-breaking special team speed. On your kick and punt returns. Which you look at the teams that have guys. Who can return kicks and return punts. And get you in good field position. 
and set you up because everybody's complaining about Jalen Hurts' arm strength and, you know, all that kind of stuff. If you have better field position, you don't have to worry about that. If the Eagles are in much better field position to start off drives, you're not worrying about Jalen Hurts' arm getting you out of, you know, having to go down the field 80 yards, 75, 80, 70 yards. He sets you up, you're only going 50, 45, 40 yards. Devin Allen could change the trajectory of this Eagles team simply based off field position. And that's a take I'm willing to take to the grave. I'm willing to die on that hill. I think Devin Allen has the the, the skill set, the speed set, and just the the ability to really change the way that this Eagles team can perform this year. I think it will help Jalen Hurts. I think it will help this wide receiver core. And obviously, it's going to help the special teams unit because, my goodness, that type of speed is insane. Insane. Devin Allen, if you want to come on the podcast too, full invite, ready to rock and roll. Don't have any Sixer stuff in terms of the actual team. We'll wait for Wednesday as Matt is still in Vecna mode, tapping in to uh, you know who the guy is going to be for us this year, which we have tapped in a number of times and found the guy. Um, which one of the two of those guys, Tyrese Maxey is definitely one of our guys, and Matisse Thibel, uh was the guy that we predicted when he was drafted. Hustle on Netflix is taking the world by storm. It's a new Adam Sandler movie, um, which the... The gist write-up for Hustle is, uh, after a down-on-his-luck basketball scout discovers an extraordinary player abroad, he brings the phenom back without his team's approval. It is uh, the latest installment in the Adam Sandler cinematic universe, and everybody's raving about it. It's got a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 97% on Google users, and the Rotten Tomatoes score is uh, 91% from the critics and 92% from the audience score. Um, number, the, the cast list for this movie is insane. Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah, Juancho Hernan Gomez, who plays a character known as Bo Cruz, which everybody's favorite meme right now is saying that the Sixers win Game 7 against the Hawks with Bo Cruz over Ben Simmons. Ben Foster, Kenny the Jet Smith, Anthony Edwards, from the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves is in this. Robert Duvall, Jordan Hull, Maria Bato, uh, let's see, Jaleel White, Boban Marjanovic, Mo Wagner, uh, Dr. J, Matisse Thibel, Tobias Harris, Kyle Lowry, Tyrese Maxey, Seth Curry, Doc Rivers, Dirk Nowitzki, Michael Foster Jr., Brad Stevens, Jay Wright, Jordan Clarkson, Trey Young, Aaron Gordon, Mark Jackson, Allen Iverson, Luka Doncic, Tim Young, Fat Joe, Mike James, Leandro Barbosa, Lonnie Harrell, Mark Cuban, Emeka Okafor, Mo Cheeks, Pat Croce, Aaron McKee, Chris Middleton, Dan Patrick, Freeway, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Ernie Johnson, so you know the TNT crew is up in this thing, Willie Hernan Gomez, Jose Calderon, 
Billy King, Del Demps, Dave Yerger, Peter Dominguez, Christian Crosby, shout out. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. You know, the, the the cast list is insane. And it's just the latest installment for Adam Sandler, who just continues to crush it. Um, I'm excited. I really want to watch the movie. We'll probably talk about it on this show. We'll probably talk about it on streamer season. Um, but everybody's talking about it on social media and saying that it's a true, you know, tribute to the game of basketball and it, it makes me really excited to see another banger of an Adam Sandler movie because no matter how you, you chop it up, Adam Sandler is creme de la creme. He's one of the best to ever do it. And, you know, you just look at some of the Adam Sandler movies here. Obviously, Uncut Gems, Just Go With It, Grown Ups, Now Hustle, 51st Dates, Blended. Big Daddy, Happy Gilmore, Billy Ma- Billy Madison, Don't Mess With the Zohan, That's My Boy, Click, The Water Boy, The Wedding Singer, Hotel Transylvania, Jack and Jill, The Longest Yard, Little Nicky, Bedtime Stories, Mr. Deeds, Hubie Halloween, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, Anger Management, The Do-Over, Paul Blart Mall Cop, the Week of, Coneheads, Zookeeper, Spanglish, The Benchwarmers, Eight Crazy Nights, The Hot Chick, Airheads, Bulletproof. His his catalog is insane. He's one of the best to ever do it. Adam Sandler like is white whale of humans I would love to sit down and have a conversation with on any podcast platform. Um... So this goes out to my man, Adam Sandler. If you somehow stumble upon this, we would love to have you on Underground Sports Philadelphia to talk about hustle big time uh, and just everything in general. He's he's one of my favorite actors, one of my favorite comedians, um, just simply the best. And I, I'm very excited to sit down and watch Hustle this week. And um, everybody should do it, you know, especially if you're a Sixers fan. You're going to see Tyrese Maxey. You're going to see Tobias Harris, like, Run them their, uh, run them their awards. Matisse Thibel, future former Sixer Kyle Lowry, Jay Wright, Doc Rivers. You know it's very Sixer centric, which is very very cool, and uh, I feel like this is only destiny that Juancho Hernan Gomez is uh, inevitably going to be a member of the Philadelphia 76ers at some point. Um, I don't know what his contract is. He signed a three-year deal with the Timberwolves. Uh, 
I'm going to pull up his basketball reference page. I think he's with the Jazz now, though. Yeah, he's been with the Jazz since this year. Um, man, he's been with a ton of teams in 2021 and 22. He was with Boston, San Antonio, and then Utah. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, let's see. He signed a three-year deal in 2020, in November of 2020. So, 2020, 2021, 2021, 2022. So, he's in the final year of a three-year deal. I, it would not surprise me if at some point he becomes a Philadelphia 76er as a power forward. That would be – it just seems right, <laughs> you know. Uh, I feel like the Sixers drafted him and then traded his rights. Am I wrong here? No, he was just drafted by the Denver Nuggets. Okay. In 2016. Let's see. Did the Nuggets have... I mean, that was the Ben Simmons draft. Um, they got that pick from Houston. Interesting. That's a Daryl Morey connect. I would love Juancho Hernan Gomez on this team simply to fulfill the the canonical Adam Sandler hustle universe. Um, I love the theory of everyone saying that all the Adam Sandler movies like go to Netflix because he's trying to test out to see if he could create like his own cinematic universe where like all of his movies somehow intertwine, which would be insane. I love that theory. Um, I forget who came up with that. Adam Sandler. Let's see. Adam Sandler cinematic universe. Screen Rant, I think, put this out. It said, Adam Sandler wants to create a cinematic universe with returning characters, but a theory suggests a Sandlerverse has existed for decades. Um, he stated that he wants to start his own universe, but an intricate fan theory suggests that it's already in effect. This was written in 2020. Um, the actor has been one of the major fans, blah, 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 blah. Following the release of Billy Madison, Sandler starred as Happy Gilmore, and from there he appeared in The Wedding Singer, The Waterboy, Big Daddy, uh, and not only did Sandler play memorable caricature type figures, but he managed to feature a recurring set of co-stars like Rob Schneider, Alan Covert, uh, Peter Dante and Blake Clark shortly before the release of Little Nicky Sandler founded Happy Madison Productions a company that supported his own film and TV proje projects in addition to those of his many Hollywood friends headlining into or heading into the 2000s Sandler went on to continue churning out his hits like Mr. Deeds 51st Dates I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry grown-ups and blended um and then they say Hubie Halloween further supports the Sandlerverse, where Sandler's original Netflix partnership began with The Ridiculous Six in 2015. And though it didn't consist of many connects uh, to his previous works, it did feature returning co-stars like David Spade, Rob Schneider, Steve Buscemi, and Terry Crews. In his next Netflix film, The Do-Over, Sandler made sure to include the name Vicky Valancourt, which was his character's love interest in The Waterboy. 
Sandy Wexler featured a slew of prominent Happy Madison production actors, uh, in addition to the mention of Eric Lamonsoff, a character played by Kevin James, that was once again mentioned in 2019's Murder Mystery. As of 2020, Sandler signed another four-picture deal with Netflix worth up to $275 million. His latest comedy, Hubie Halloween, stands as part of the extended partnership in the movie, which features several notable faces, adds evidence to the existing Sandlerverse. The Halloween-themed movie begins with the return of Ben Stiller's Happy Gilmore character, Hal L., uh, the sadistic orderly, and the new movie also keeps the tradition of the O'Doyle family serving as the resident bullies. With more Adam Sandler projects on tap, fans can expect even more evidence to the Sandlerverse theory. That's one of my favorite things that like I've ever come across is, you know, just people trying to connect thing like the Pixar theory is a huge fan theory I subscribe to. The Sandlerverse thing is great. Um so if you if you think, you know, the Sandlerverse exists and you've found more evidence, comment down below. Let me know what you think about that. And if you've seen Hustle, Without any spoilers, let me know if you think Hustle builds into the Adam Sandler cinematic universe and how it kind of fits into the whole theory, um, because I think it's a, a fantastic you know, concept, and I'm excited to sit down and watch Hustle and watch Tyrese Maxey star on the, on the big screen. You know, He's a big-time Hollywood actor now, um, but shout-out to Adam Sandler, shout-out to Hustle, and again, if Adam Sandler wants to come on this podcast, by all means, would love to have you. Um, you're, you're one of my heroes in terms of, you know, comedy, in terms of movies. I, I love Adam Sandler full blown and, uh, would love to have you as, uh, a big time guest on this show to talk about, talk about hustle. That's all I got for you guys this week though. Make sure this week for this episode, cause we'll be back on Wednesday night, twitch.tv slash underground sports, PHI talking about all the latest with the Phils, Eagles, Flyers, Sixers, Union, whatever may come up in the Philly sports universe. Um, but that's why you got to follow us on the socials at underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. That's where Top Bins goes live every single Monday. Um, and of course, follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castarina. It's all linked in our bios and our link tree. Uh, check out our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feeds, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Shout out to our Armenian listeners where we're number 91 on the charts out there. Let's keep those numbers cooking and uh, let's get them even higher in the U.S., in Canada, all over the place. Subscribe to the podcast feeds, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave those five-star ratings and reviews because it really does go a long way with helping the podcast grow. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Grew a little bit this week, continuing to go, inching closer to 200. And, of course, the big-time goal of 1,000 so we can start monetizing the channel and work even closer to making this our full-time jobs because uh, that is our ultimate goal here at Underground Sports is to be doing this full-time for you guys. So go to YouTube, search Underground Sports Philadelphia, hit the subscribe button, click the like button, the bell icon, all that good stuff. Comment down below. And let's get the YouTube channel cooking big time, people. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. 
Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Use our code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. Kenwood Beer, go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And Bino, go to BinoBoard.com and use our code BinoUSP to get your own board, accessories, merch, and you get 10% off of it with our code BinoUSP. And get ready for the Underground Bino League coming to our YouTube channel very, very soon. This has been episode number 437 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB. Till Wednesday night, I'm getting the heck out of here. Peace.